Three, two, one. Thank you. No, that was okay. out of sync. It's fine. It doesn't mean to be in sync. It doesn't even matter, Pyro. It doesn't. It, okay. Just, okay. just do it to amuse me. We have okay. Pyro today on the podcast. Hello. You think it's because you're a fan of Tinkerbell, Matt? <laughs> I'm a fan of Tinkerbell? What do you mean? Well, you're a Disney fan. I thought maybe the whole clapping was keeping you alive. Dude, can I be real for just a second? I definitely watched the Happily Ever After fireworks again last night. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you about that? Have you have you have you experienced this part? Or have you gone to Disney and seen the fireworks? I have show? been to Disney. Yes, um, it, well, it was I knew a couple years ago. Disney, but I don't know if you. I didn't know if you guys stayed and. Uh, did the fireworks show i think we did yeah i actually think no that was universal was it i'm not sure yeah it was universal i remember y'all talking about that's a bad that's not a that's not a heart moving fireworks show no it, it moved it, me though i should I you should you should go watch but you cried at universals it was emotional you know really a lot, a lot of things happening <laughs> did you get like I, your first kiss or something i, I had for, a few of those butter beers before as well you know oh, yeah. butter. wait but, but there's not the alcohol universe, in butter beers it, <laughs> well, it's enough for him. <laughs> yeah, you put a little bit of sugar into pyro and it's yeah. like over. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Are you, are you guys serious? There's no alcohol in butterbeer? No, there's no alcohol in butterbeer. I wonder what I drank because I was pretty drunk that night. And I, <laughs> I don't know. What it, I, I definitely oh had God. some sort of Harry Potter drink. <laughs> you get drunk. You just thought you were drunk. Maybe I was. Maybe it was my imagination. I was sitting drinking butter beers and acting drunk. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god, god. that's so. Whew. The Universal one isn't it just mostly like they do that? Uh, they do those water things and they just project the movie onto it. Isn't that yeah. like all that mm-hmm. Universal is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the Universal doesn't. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, you can't cry at that. I need a good cry with my fireworks. <laughs> Dude, happily ever after. I uh, watching it in a fully lit room at, for like the fiftieth time. I'm still like, oh god, <laughs> you should watch it, Pyro. It's really good. Um, I mean, I still watch Wishes, and I, I, I had remembered there being more projection. There's no projection. There's light projection. It's on just the colors. Yeah. 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 For some reason, in my mind, I guess after seeing Happily Ever After, I, I thought. Pyro has no idea what the hell we're talking about. I'm no. googling it right now. Happily Ever After fireworks. I thought it was I a think- movie. For a second there, but it's fireworks, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's like it twenty is. minutes long. I think it's sixteen minutes or something like that. Yeah, something oh, like wow. it's it's really long. The wishes was not nearly as long. I think Pyro saw wishes though. I remember being there. Yeah, we were all around like this giant wooden table. There was quite a lot of us there that time as well. Yeah, good huh. times. Oh, now I want to go. First to time Disney. I saw Pyro pee in public was at uh at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, I, whoa, I did whoa, not. Whoa, you just reminded me that when you said the giant wooden table, because that was the first time I met Pyro ever was at Disney. It was at Disney Wait Paris. Wait a though. minute. Back that up. You're going to have to start this one over. <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> Pyro peed at Disney World? It, did Paris. I? Paris. Disney Paris. Oh, at Paris. I'm yes. trying to think. But I think every time I've ever been with Pyro in public, he's peed on something. He's like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's just marking his sit everywhere he goes. You still do that, You go out I running just, and just piss. I just want to preface here. I only pee in designated urinals in public. That is not true. Well, not it definitely true. is. 
Not here in Belfast, true. we have pop-up urinals. I don't know if you guys have that in the are States. Call, That's bushes? the first time I ever saw a pop-up urinal was when Pyropeel one of those, too. Yeah. I've seen Pyropeel a lot of places. <laughs> What's a pop-up I, urinal? At like, night. It's like, you know how, like, in the zombie movie, night? zombies rise up? Well, in fucking London, piss places rise up. In the street, What do you mean, just, piss places rise up? There's, like, these little plus signs in the street that can contain piss. I guess they they like Wait, probably what? connect right 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 with like the the sewers probably right there. But mm-hmm. like at nighttime, like when Images. all the drunks come out, the piss places come out too. They just rise up out of the street, and then Pyro Holy comes along shit. and pees into one of the, the points of the the plus sign. That's what they're there for, you know, people with oh small bladders like me. God, this is so irate. Like this is feels like you're drunk. Well, your drunk ass this is, in, is in a bar. Okay, London too. Your drunk ass is in a bar. It's just such a stereotypical UK thing, right? To just be so so drunk that you just pee, right? I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. they have they have these all over Europe, man. I'm surprised they haven't made it to the states. No, I've useful. never seen this. Mm-hmm. Do you no, have to it's pay not for an this? American thing at all. No, no, no. no it, it, it doesn't. It's not like you put a quarter and then it rises up. It just. It's like it's like how the street lights come on at six or whatever. At fucking mm-hmm. eight, the piss places pop up out of the ground. Oh my god, dude! It's like a full-on building in the ground that just <laughs> rises. Yeah, right. It's wild. What if you're standing on it? I guess you gotta move. It probably probably makes like a sound like. Oh like, yeah, probably sh- beats sh- and then goes <laughs> up. Yeah. Oh my uh, God! Urinals aim to pre- to reduce public urination. You're still mm-hmm. urinating in public. It's I guess just that's not, a it, problem a in Europe. <laughs> yeah, it's because people like Pyro. I'm telling you, I met Pyro first time ever. I didn't even think he was old enough to drink. I guess I don't know. Were you? But maybe you were old enough Europe wise to drink, but not American. I think I, I just turned 18. <laughs> um, and uh, this was this was also the night that Doc had beat a man up. <laughs> what is going on with this night? Were you not there? I was not in Paris. You didn't go to Paris at all. I did not. No. So you like, I got really sick. Tell you me what that, happened, Pyro? I do remember. I actually. So this is the first time I met these guys in real life, and I showed up really late as well. And you guys were all really drunk at the bar, and I I was super nervous actually going because I'd never met you guys before in real life. But as so soon as I walked in. I peed in a public urinal, I believe. And you peed on a wall, and a guy came up and gave you a high five. What? You don't remember, remember this? I do not remember this at all. Wait, what? Um, Start this over. The, I'll, I'll let Pyro tell the story of meeting us and everything. I'll tell you okay. the story of Doc okay. beating someone up in Pyro. Uh, so, peeing on a wall. Okay. I was going to uh, Paris with my mate Dan. I don't know if you remember my my mate Dan. Good, he came I do. with me. Um, yeah. And he spoke fluent French, so he was really, really helpful to have in uh, in Paris. And we came in. I was talking to him like I'm super nervous about meeting these guys. And it was about six, seven p.m. And I walk into the was bar. Is he like owl? Arl- <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? I think I, I do. Water up my nose. <laughs> I think I do. No, that He's was not, much nicer. It, it was not an owl situation. <laughs> I don't think it was an owl situation um, <laughs> okay. c- because I was I was living with Dan at uh, university, so I, I knew him pretty well at that point. And uh, I believe he was also a volunteer at Minecon, so he had his own stuff to do that weekend anyway. He he went and did all those events with uh, the volunteers. But I walk in and everyone's pretty drunk anyway. And I can't remember who it was. Someone immediately just bought me a beer though, and that was it. Pause. All the it was pause. All, it was pause. Yeah, all yeah. those nerves gone instantly like that. All that fear for nothing. That was a good night. That was a good trip in general. It was. 
Well, do you remember Paws uh, didn't pack any jeans, so he just had shorts, and he was, like, <laughs> freezing his ass off. Oh, my uh, God. That's so Paws. Mm-hmm. Causing um, Paws. But so h- how this night started, we all landed in Paris, and uh, we went – like, Doc had just got there, too. B-double-O. It was Jenny that got sick. I don't think we saw Jenny the whole time. I think him and B-double-O had landed around the same time. And what someone got sick. Maybe it was Joostra too. There was someone that was in the hotel room the entire time. I don't remember who oh, exactly it was. It was Joostra. It was. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've told some of this story to you before, Matt, because this is also where I got the gun pulled on me in, in Paris. Oh, yeah. By the Disney employee. <laughs> Crazy trip. Um, but uh, so we got to this bar and it was just me, Doc, and someone else drinking. I don't remember who else it was. And uh, there was some assholes and they're just being just total jerks and being assholes to everybody and even like the bartender and stuff. And like I was surprised I hadn't thrown them out. They were just being total fucking assholes. Uh, Disney Paris is like a whole nother world, like a whole new world. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit's a whole new world. Like it's not in like Disney. Way? It's different in every – I mean like, like getting a gun pulled on me, getting yelled at by a cast member. They probably don't even call them what? cast members. Um, it's just like, much more of a hostile environment. It's very Disney. hostile, like the bars and stuff. Like none of this shit would go down in Disney America. Like the, it's not kid friendly. Basically, it's like what? It, it's it's just, it's just it, maybe it's changed. I don't know. Or maybe it's um, just how Europe is. Maybe. Um, <laughs> like I've read like Disney having problems with this, but like it's just all all just a license agreement. And so like them like coming in like fixing oh, it, they can't right. really do. They're just licensing their name. They don't actually um, run that park. Right, right. Um, but uh, anyways, these these assholes in this bar, uh, B-O-O comes in and uh, one of them uh, walks up to the, our table and was <laughs> just like, oh, I see your sissy boy uh, faggot or whatever. <laughs> like it was it was totally fucking just total rude uh, has finally arrived and doc just grabs this motherfucking guy and slams him to the ground what? and was just like you do not talk about any of my friends like that and like all this shit and it was just like holy fucking shit that just went from zero to a thousand um it was like well and, to, uh, to good Dude, yeah. doc has like the shortest fuse though Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's not the first time I've seen Doc attack someone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you turn around like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but yeah, then the bartender like kicks all uh, those guys out and gives us all like free beers and shit. So it uh, it worked out. Like the the bartender was happy because those assholes were out, and um, it all worked out there in the end. Uh, but we left that bar and went to another bar eventually by the time Pyro got there. And uh, yeah, I remember I remember Pyro showing up and Paws had showed up at the same time. Um, and yeah, like I said, Paws uh, had bought Pyro a beer. Uh, but it was like we already knew each other. I remember meeting a lot of you guys the first time and it was like we already like talked so much that like it didn't even seem weird, I guess. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. you're just putting a shape to the voice. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, the one thing, um, the one thing that really like – Surprised me though. Like I, I know I'm pretty short, but like meeting everyone in real life, I just realized how short I was. Especially when like, you're next to Doc and Pause. I'm sitting here like right. five foot seven. Everyone like thinks I'm like four foot tall because in all the pictures, everyone looks so fucking tall. You are so small. Oh Not, shut up! You're just so short. Oh god. Okay. He is yeah, uh, an average height, I believe. I think the UK <laughs> five foot seven is the average real height. So that's I don't know not taller true. than that, though. What I'm the than hell? Five seven. I I believe it is true. I'm gonna Google it. No, average we're, we're real height. <laughs> five six. Uh, no, what? It's, 
five foot nine it says no it must have went up but i was definitely five. average height for a few years <laughs> <laughs> which wow. country would i be most uh what are average? you where, five where would seven. i be most average you're five seven so japan and china uh, uh, five, oh, you could fit in there pyro i could see you yeah. be a, in mexico you like uh in mexico I would, huh? I would love to go to japan one day but we'll we'll see peru's five five mm. you you could be a monster in peru yeah go be a real tall man where would i be most out of place where would you be most out of place probably the netherlands everyone's like fucking <clears throat> arcus's height yeah i'm thinking Sweden, like netherlands zaire yep Bosnia. where is that even at is that even a real place <laughs> it's you africa, just put letters it? together? <laughs> that's a country in africa i think maybe hmm yeah, uh, that's where you'd be most out of place. But, that's uh, funny. Wanna, so, so Doc threw wanna, like, a guy yeah. to the ground, did, and then did. like, did the guy just back off? Yeah. Well, the bartender kind of like jumped in at that point too, and I guess none of the guy's mates wanted to be wanted to take that fight either. Um, mates. I, I, yeah, I feel like mates is the right word, right? Like you're in yeah, Europe, you use the term yeah. mates. Right. Right. I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah after we were leaving to go back to our hotel rooms uh we were just walking along me pause pyro pausing his shorts freezing his ass off and uh pyro just like juts off to the left and there's like part of the like disney castle like bushes and stuff and i'm like what is what the fuck is pyro doing and uh, he's just over there pissing and um <laughs> and what's funny is like, this has happened so many second. times what? Oh yeah, yeah. Anything, I was like, like wait up or whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. And this guy comes around the corner, and it, I'm pretty sure it was a style. I've seen Pyro pee multiple play. Every time I've ever been anywhere with public with Pyro, he pees on something. I'm sorry, Pyro, I've outed you as the pee man. <laughs> but uh, I just want to preface this that I have always peed in designated places. This was not a clearly, clearly place. not. Absolutely not. But this time, I'm pretty sure it was this time. Some guy just comes out of nowhere like he was also in the pee bushes. Maybe it was a designated place. Maybe I'm just not European enough. Um, and he like, he's like, oh, yeah, man, you're taking a piss. And he like high fives Pyro. <laughs> So like power didn't even miss a beat he's still holding his dick and giving this man a high five they're pissed brothers i, I washed my hands he did not there wasn't a fucking sink over there in the bushes you were pissing in a bush and you're calling this a desert i was in the, uh, I was in the bathroom uh fuck. the disneyland you bathroom could, you <laughs> could see disney from there absolutely we were still we were still it was like you know how uh disney's got the what the fuck's it called now? They changed the name. Oh, of like it. downtown Disney Springs. Like Disney Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, it was uh, in that area of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the European one's much smaller. It's not like the big to do that is in America Disney Springs, but still the same thing. But that's where, like, there is a bush there that has pyro uh, pee on it. Absolutely. Do you remember this at all, Pyro? I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh, the only place. <laughs> I'm trying to actually remember what Disneyland Paris looks like, to be honest, in my head. I remember the bar we were in, and I remember... Um, what was the bar? It was a hotel bar. It was as soon as you walked in, it was to the right, and the reception was to the left. See, the, mm. thing, the thing is, we were... I was uh, sharing a room with my mate Dan, and also with JL. Um, you guys know JL, right? Remember? Oh, yeah, JL zip code. Yeah, so uh, we were sharing a room together, and our, our hotel room was on the entire other side of Disneyland Paris, so we had to walk like 20 minutes to meet you guys at that yeah. point. 
Were you guys not staying on Disney property or? Yeah, we all all were. But that's the thing. Like all it's not like Disney America where there's like tons of hotels that you have to like take shuttles to and shit. It's all in walking distance. Oh, fuck. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, meanwhile, you know, me and Paws are in the middle of the fucking park itself inside of the castle. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, what? So how did you get that room? But Pyro got, you know. Fuck you can book curb. whatever room you wanted whenever you booked your shit. And I just was trying to book where I, you, it's so hard to find any information. The fourth thing is half of it's in French. It's not they're not they're not open to like Americans even coming to this park. What? Um, they may, maybe it's changed. I don't know. But like trying to find out where the convention center was when I booked my room was impossible. Like I tried to find any information and just couldn't. And so I just assumed it would be in the, the coolest of the places inside of the castle. Um, so that's yeah. why I booked our room is because I wanted to be as close to the convention center as possible. So we didn't do as much walking. But I was wrong about that. We had to walk a fucking mile to the into the middle of the goddamn park to get to our castle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a, you guys had a really fancy room. We did. I remember that. Yeah. Inside it was all Cinderella themed and shit. It's pretty wild. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was in her castle, right? It always smelled like myrrh. You know what myrrh smells like? What the hell is myrrh? You know, like they anointed Jesus with frankincense and myrrh. What the fuck? It, I literally have no. You just said a sentence that I don't think I've ever heard in my you life. You don't know about the wise men bringing frankincense and myrrh to Jesus? Okay, there they there are now two words in that sentence that I have. I hear Frankenstein. All right. <laughs> Franken. Frank and what? Myrrh. Frankincense and myrrh. Franken. S-E-N-S-E. Frankincense. Have you never read the Bible? You have a PhD. No, I've never read the. Myrrh. Frankincense, also known as. Olibanum, no better, is made from resin of a Boswellia tree. What the fuck is it? You're saying Jesus drank tree sap? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, like, I don't they, know they, what's they going on. They washed his feet in it. They the washed his men- feet in tree sap? Yeah. Dude, the Bible's so fucked. I mean, it's great for... Are, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, it has its okay. moments. But I had to ask. I was like, what is this smell? Because I never smelled it in my life. And they were like, oh, it's myrrh. What is myrrh? Apparently, How do you a thing spell that, it. M Y H M Y H R R. I think. Is it really? Are you serious? M Y R R H. Yeah. That is not what I would have ever thought. I no, have I was like myrrh, like M U R. Myrrh is a natural resin extracted from small thorny trees. There Jesus, you go. what is this? How is this related to the Bible? You remember. Oh, they, the wise man gave it to Jesus, didn't they? Right. The you remember the, the remember the the Northern Star and the the, Dude, the you the, say remember. The, you're gonna just tell it as a story. Don't tell it <laughs> as remember when. <laughs> hey, I wasn't had, there. This is like this. I mean, like you know, there's also like the in the beginning, whatever. But after all that shit, whenever Mary gives birth to Jesus, then they, wait. You're the, telling the, me in the beginning. So in in the beginning, God created man. That sentence is in the Bible. I thought it was from like a movie. is it actually in there dude my religious experience was matt it's you're visiting your grandparents for christmas go to church and as if you don't make noise and if you sit in your seat you'll get candy so you never were like a regular at a young age in church and you've never never been to sunday school i i know the reason i know 
uh, some of the like the things that Catholics just say during mass is because like it was the only thing I could do is just repeating it in my head. Wait, was the only thing Catholic? I could do. No, I'm not Catholic. Oh, okay. um, but I, that's the mass that they went to. I don't. But you've never seen like the fucking the like every church puts on like every every oh my god I mean, it's breaking my brain to even trying to like consolidate all this man how could you not have seen a nativity scene ever and, yeah but every oh, i've every seen fuck- a nativity scene i just know that there's like a goat and like that's it actually mm-hmm. i don't know uh it's called a crèche right isn't it called a crèche that's a what my my grandparents would set up a crèche, I think is what they called it, where and I got to take the little baby Jesus and stick it on the fucking thing. And that was it. And now you're talking about it. some kind of shit I don't even know about. No, I'm talking about during Christmas, you set up a nativity scene in your under your tree or whatever. Near your but tree. you realize in the nativity scene, the three wise men are there. The men that I they, don't, and I don't know who these fucking people are. Okay. <laughs> I just know I just know that I set them up. And I put them in a specific order because my sister would change the order. And then I get really fucking pissed off because I wanted them in order of height. And it was annoying. Like, I don't know <laughs> if it was my childhood OCD or whatever the fuck was going on, but they had to be lined up in order of height. I don't huh. know who the fuck they were. Okay. Well, three of them were probably wise men. Whenever Jesus was born, an angel came to some some sheep herders. Uh, they were wise men, and they and and reported the birth. And then they followed the northern star to the manger where Mary had laid up in a barn and given birth to Jesus. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, that's the story. You, he doesn't know that. You tell me, people believe this. I mean, uh, it, it's a. Uh, um, what? <laughs> just, yeah, right now, to like, somebody who to somebody who's really happened. like literally never heard the tr- like really what people believe. How um, could you have gone your whole life so with this fucking being wild? The, this isn't e- this and this is I know Matt no, well, if this I isn't know, even pretending. The thing is, I know that there were wise men. No, no. Wait, what do you say? Three kings. No, wait, they're three wise fuck, men. I'm getting confused. Uh were they kings? No, that's that's the you're thinking of uh, because the, the Christmas song. We three we kings, three kings so, of Orient so, are. Yes, yeah. that's literally what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Is that not the same three people? I don't fucking know. Actually, I, I always associate they're, all, they're those always referred to as same. three wise men, not three kings. Um, I do. I don't know. I don't know I heard, where they get because it's, it's, uh, it's three things they bring too. It's frankincense, myrrh, and some other shit. I don't remember the third thing. Hmm. It, really? Oh my! God. In the New Testament, gold. Myrrh is mentioned in the New Testament as one of the three gifts with gold and frankincense that the Magi from the East. What the hell does that mean? Is that a racist way of saying Asian? <laughs> presented not. to the Christ child. I assume that's Jesus. Um, Matthew 2.11. Oh, yeah, I have a very biblical name, there you too, go, Matthew. which is so funny. <laughs> my name is super biblical. My middle name is super biblical, too. Like, I'm just I'm just I'm just Jesus up. Um, Jesus though. But my parents were very much like, uh, if he want, if, if, if you want to do that when you're older, go for it. Uh, but we're not gonna, mine was different, man. Like here in, here in Ireland, like everyone's, well, the majority of Ireland's Catholic. And so pretty much until I was 16, I had to go to the church. Although I wasn't complaining too much because, uh, when you're Catholic, you do communion and confirmation, which is like these you know, rituals, uh, I suppose you do. And I got a lot of money growing up 
just from people celebrating my communion or confirmation. I think I got a Game Boy Color once for doing it. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So uh, communion. So it's when you're allowed to eat the bread in church. Yeah. Um, well, I thought you didn't give money to kids. Oh, you gave money to Jesus. Or no, there's no Jesus in the Catholic religion, actually. <laughs> at, le- at least, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Pretty sure when I went to Catholic mass, the word Jesus was definitely said. Isn't Catholic Catholics don't believe in Jesus, right? I have Jew. no clue. Jew- I, re- I really should know this. Like, I have I very devout Catholics in my family. <laughs> Your kid, Catholic is just Christianity, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I, dude, dude, and now we're we're way out of my league when we're talking <laughs> this level of detail. Here's the thing. Here's this. Here's something that's going to sound really stupid. Okay? Maybe it's they believe in Jesus, but they don't believe in the Mary portion of it. No, they. I think they no, definitely Catholics believe. Do. Yeah, that's, that's it. What, yeah, 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 yeah. They believe that Jesus is God apart. incarnate. They don't believe that uh, in the Virgin Mary. Real? They, what? Really? No, they do. They do believe in Mary. Like, there's a lot of like hymns and things like that about Mary in the church. I think it's the. Uh, the other school of Christianity or the other schools that don't put as much emphasis on Mary. Oh, I'm looking but, it up. Oh, gee, this Y'all is, I'm so out of my league right now. Yeah. But here's, yeah. here's what I know. Okay. When I was a kid, I used to binge and I mean, binge watch whose line is it anyway? Okay. I fucking love that show. Even to this day, I could probably recite 90% of whose line is it anyway from memory. Um, during one of the episodes, this is how this is where I've learned religion from is shit like this. OK, um, during one of the episodes, Drew Carey makes just an offhanded remark. It was, uh, you know, that game they play where he pulls scenes from a hat. It's my favorite. It's my favorite game. He pulls out these scenes on little post-it notes and they just have to act it out. Um, one of those scenes was uh, gifts from the three wise men. And I remember Drew Carey following that up by saying it actually wasn't three wise men. It's just wise men, but the wise men. And that like for me is knowledge. So at this point in my life, I think and right now until you said three again, I thought wise men, we were just a bunch of them because of that thing in whose line is it anyway? (laughs) That's where I learned my like, that's the little (laughs) tiny little bits of religion that I get from time to time is bullshit like that. So, yeah, they do believe in Mary. You're right. Mm hmm. But it's, I think it's still different. I don't know. There's a lot to read. I'm trying to get all this religion in my head all, in, all at once during well, the podcast well, is hard. A, a Protestant does not believe that Jesus is real, right? It's protesting Jesus. No, that can't be true. I don't, Dude, I don't I know. I don't know. Someone doesn't I, I really believe should. that what Mary. You? What do you know? What do you actually know? Me? Me? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I know nothing. nothing. That's why I'm so wise. <laughs> yeah. well, have you been to church? Did you oh, yeah, to church? No, no. I, I mean, I've read the Bible, but I was I was brought up in just a, a basic Christian church, like some what version it, of though? probably Baptist. I think Baptist. Because um, nobody's just Christian, right? Everyone's something. Yeah, that's under the thing. I don't Christian. actually know what the church up the road is because they there was you what? know all these fucking <laughs> churches pop up around in this part of the world, um, and half of it yeah. is from some feud, basically. Like I know the Baptist church up the road is a jut off from our church from like 80 years ago when there was some dispute over a divorce. Um, Wait, so are like, you serious? Yeah. So they're, 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 they do much better than this church up the road. So maybe, maybe, maybe it worked out. Um, maybe so, but I don't, I don't know more. if this church up the road is also Baptist. I don't really know. Um, when I was, whenever I read the Bible, I was only 11 and 12 years old. Um, so like that was a long time ago, but, 
I don't remember. I was just reading just a regular King James version. So I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I was being taught as a kid. I know that in in these terms, I was always taught, you know, Mary was a virgin that um, God had put his baby into and uh, her and her husband. They call that immaculate conception, don't they? Or something. Right. Yeah. And uh, I've seen that on the side of a building. There's a church here called the church of immaculate conception. That's the thing. There's so many damn churches now. Um, we got this long argument the other day in my discord about, um, the branch Davidians and, uh, and that church, um, the fuck know, is that? I have no you, clue who that is. Uh, the, do you remember Waco, Texas? Yes. You remember the, the standoff on, um, uh, Carmel Hill with David Koresh? Uh, was that recent? That was in 1993. Definitely don't remember that. <laughs> I don't. I, I wasn't even born. I know about Waco when I lived in the area. Waco had an explosion at a, like a fertilizer plant. Oh yeah, mm. I remember that. Wait, what was Two that? Years back. It was like five, six, seven years ago, maybe. I remember seeing the Take videos me. where like it like basically like a damn atom bomb went off. Yeah, dude, it was big. Huh. Who is who is David Cash? Cash, Jesus Christ! What did you say? Uh, David Koresh. I can't believe you oh, don't Koresh. remember this. Uh, remember, dude? I was like four how old are you okay i wasn't four i was six but the point is no, huh. i was five i was five okay all right fair enough yeah i guess i was i was 11 you were 12. like 10 yeah i was 12 okay. uh but we Who lived close david to wake crash uh, david koresh started they didn't koresh. start he he joined a, a a religion religious group called the branch davidians um, mm-hmm. And whenever he joined it, there was uh, basically a, a turmoil that was happening uh, with the guy that led the group. It was, it's as well. It's what some people call cults. Basically, um, it's a group. They had a compound in Waco where they all worship together. Um, there's oh, about Jesus. 250 of them that uh, okay. that were to, there together. Eventually, David Koresh became the leader of the group. His name wasn't actually David at the time. Um, I can't remember his, his original name. Howard, he changed maybe. his name. He changed his name, yeah, because uh, David being from the Bible and Koresh being meaning something as well. I don't remember what Koresh means now. Um, no he shit, his, he changed his name so that he would look cooler to look the Bible. Look more Messiah-ish, I guess. Um, oh, it's one of these guys who who he's like, I am God. I am the final. No, he God never said he was like God. That. He said he was the Lamb that would open the seven seals in the Bible, like in the in the. Um, the part of the Bible that talks about the apocalypse, there's seven seals that'll be opened up. And that's the, the end of times, the beginning of the apocalypse. And what um, the Bible talks about an apocalypse. Oh my God. You're not serious. Right. Dude, now. This is cool. No, 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 no. This is something people <laughs> do not talk. People do not talk about the fucking apocalypse. They the absolutely Bible. do. They absolutely. If you watch any what? of these televangelists on TV, they're always trying to equate whatever the fuck is going on in the world to one of these signs from the Bible of the, so so they can make of, more money exactly uh Wait, so you need to go what? ahead and and, and seed oh, your, your growth loc- seed your like future the locusts because, yes is that is that one of them no i don't think so fuck um, that's all maybe. that i know that the bible's like like oh well i'll give you a swarm of locusts or something like that i mean yeah that's one of that's that's one of the plagues uh but i don't i'm not, oh, I'm not i don't remember fuck. if plagues i think plagues are part of the the telling of the the end of times maybe um I don't, I don't, I don't remember all the the seven seals that will be opened that will, will signal the end of. <laughs> are you when you say seals, seals? Are you saying seals or sills? Seals, I, like you know, accent. like like a wax just, seal, basically, but not really. Like uh, there was uh, some prophet that um, 
had had said had it had come to him. Jesus of God had spoken to him. Uh, it was God because it's before Jesus' oh, time. This is all in my search history now. <laughs> well, Fuck, God spoke to him, and, and like okay. there, there was like a lamb of God that was going to be responsible for opening these seals. Um, it was like a two-headed lamb or something. I don't, I don't remember what uh, two-headed goat. I don't know. Anyways, well, it was David Koresh said he was that lamb, and he was going to be responsible for opening. Uh, in in he 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 was very meticulous in his knowledge of the Bible, and um, he was wait, one of those wait, wait, so that, he. W- he was claiming to be a bad guy. Not necessarily because to the, the, the apocalypse isn't a bad thing because that's the, the coming of God and you everyone goes to heaven. Um, so oh, for whoa. These, that is the, not my interpretation of an apocalypse. Well, it it's not good for everyone. If you if you were in hell, you now rise up and you're like, it's because because it is hell on earth. Um and I, I don't, I, I, the amount of information I have on this, I probably fucked up half of this. So people, probably people it's out fine. there, are probably no, like it's fine. losing it's their fun. minds. Like this is way more half fun. of this isn't even right. Um, <laughs> because I'm intermixing what David Koresh believed his his role in all this is because they believe that some of these seals are already open. Like there's not still seven of them sitting around waiting to be opened for God to come back. Um, we're like in the we're they always believe we are in end times. These type of groups. Um, Got so it. The, so basically, there's probably you could interpret each of the seals as being a thing currently going on, even though right, it's probably, it has nothing to do with it. Cause it's probably just some dude that was really bored writing a book. Well, if you really wanted to read about, I mean, if you wanted to just read about the apocalypse, there's a book in the Bible called the book of revelation. And that's okay. where it reveals, um, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, the light, now you can't use them. Uh, what do I say? Uh, Jesus. Um, um, so there's a book of revelation. I have heard of this. I have okay, heard of the well, book of revelation. Well, that's where the seven seals are talk about. You're telling me it's part of the Bible. Yes. I don't know how the Bible works, but it's, it's, a, it's a thing in the Bible. Not the Bible, not the Bible's bad, but it's bad that I only know a lot of these things because of the game binding of Isaac. Like all of these <laughs> books are in it. And wait, Oh my God. You're that's so fun. Well, you didn't know the Binding of Isaac was based off an actual story in the Bible? I didn't know it was based off of a well, story, period. But I didn't... Uh, I mean, I guess I thought it was always just making fun of religion. But I didn't it know has what a it lot of religious references does. in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. So the book of Rev- Rev- Revelation has think, seven seals in it. And this is probably one of these things that had to be translated 45 million times. And right. so, so everything like, is just translated into whatever's happening now kind of thing. Right. So like the first seal is in Revelation okay. 6, 1 and 2. And 6, 1 says, And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. Revelation 6, 2 says, And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he had sat upon it with a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. And so then like if you – it's been broken down, you know, many different ways. Like historically, this could have been um, whenever some Puritan Joseph Mead in 1627 associated with the opening of the first seal to year 73 when the reign of vast – Harrison just after the great Jewish revolt like the, the, and then there's several other ones like that possibly could oh have been God. like what what this seal was talking about do you see why I have problems believing things 
Well, I mean, just like, like just just read the shit I just read from the Bible. Like that that those are just words, man. Yeah, like it's those literally they just make sense. Dude, uh, if Robert Robert Frost could have written that shit, and be like, oh, it's a cool poem, right? But it's he no way to conquering. base my fucking life off. <laughs> Uh, but the four Holy horsemen shit. of the apocalypse are also part of these seals. Like some of these seals release the four the four horsemen. Um, so he claimed to be okay. So this guy, uh, David Crash, Crash, be- Cor- Crash, sorry, uh, yeah. believed that he was a lamb. He was the lamb uh, because the lamb was the only one responsible uh, that was able to open these seals. I'm gonna and assume he- lamb means something else in religion because it definitely doesn't mean fucking sheep. I mean, I kind of, I think it does. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I thought it. Th- I thought it did. I think so too. No, it doesn't mean you're a fucking sheep. There's a there's an anatomical difference between a human being and a sheep. What? I, I'm, I'm looking here, at Lamb of God, and there's a photo of a sheep. <laughs> You just Google image search. It says the opening of the seals of the documentation occurs in Revelation chapter five through nine and marks the second coming of Christ and the beginning of the apocalypse. In John's vision, the only one worthy to open the book or scroll was referred to as both the Lion of Judah and the Lamb having seven horns and seven eyes. And the Lamb having seven horns and seven eyes is who David Koresh believed he was. I mean, does he look in a mirror? He doesn't have... I'm, I haven't seen the dude, but I'm going to make an assumption. And it's probably a pretty reasonable assumption. This is the PhD working good. Okay. Uh, he doesn't have seven eyes. I'm just going to guess. <laughs> yeah. He, Let me right. Google him just to make sure. <laughs> um, like he thought he seals, was. What? Yeah. Okay. So, he, so, so yeah, the seven seals contain secret information known only to God until the lamb slash lion was found worthy to open the book slash scroll and to look into its contents. So we don't actually know what the seals contain. Oh, um, this is smart on his end, right? He's like, I'm the only one that well, can know. I mean, th- this isn't this David is Koresh talking. Mor- this is the this Bible is talking. This oh, is the Bible. Oh, okay. the, yeah, the Bible already set this up for him. Um, and so David believed uh, that we had our, the four he in his in his teaching four seals were already open. We were on the fifth seal at this point, mm-hmm. um, and the fifth seal says, "And when the fifth seal is open, I saw into the altar the souls of them, and they were slain for the word of God and the testimony which they held." So he believed, and what he taught was that eventually he would be slain and that would, and they would be slain probably for the, for their teaching and the word of God. When then what I just read was straight from the Bible. That was revelation nine, okay. um, six, nine, uh, you have a Bible in front of you. <laughs> I, I like to read scripture in between my, my, I, my streams I, to get all the devil me, out. Okay. I would believe it. Um, and, uh, so anyways, he believed that, and he taught that eventually they would basically try to silence them for their, for their, for their beliefs and their teachings. And, um, and so whenever, they came to take their their compound from them. This basically like led right into what all these people already believed. These people had been there for years listening to David Koresh's teaching. And um, so whenever oh, they tried to storm fuck. his compound, it was just like, look, everybody, this is what I've been telling you about for fucking years. And now it's happening. And so they Did just they fight it all, back. It, so so what happened is um, since neither one of you know anything about this at all, um, Wait, wait, wait. Can, can you scoot back for a second? Why did they, why, why did police go into the compound to begin That's with? That's what I was like, about to they explain doing illegal? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So they were doing illegal things. There was, um, they, 
one of the ways they made money was sold guns at gun shows. They did that legally. They would always have um, licenses and all that stuff whenever they would go mm-hmm. to these gun shows and sell stuff. Um, but there was room – so a a box of uh, grenade casings got um, in, intercepted going to their place. <laughs> So what what they they, – there was no evidence they actually made explosive grenades. Uh, They were probably selling those at the gun shows as like empty grenades. You know, you can buy those at like flea markets and shit. Um, So they probably were not making live grenades. They never found any live grenades. Um, So that was probably other things they were selling legally. But it got them on the radar of ATF. Do you know about Ruby Ridge and Randy Weaver? No. <laughs> okay. Well, this sounds prior like the most of all southern of this Waco thing shit. I've ever no, no, heard that of. was in Idaho. It was in Idaho. There was a man. He was a former Green Beret. Him and his family had holed up in in the mountains, and he was wanted for something. Uh, he had broken. It, it, it was something simple, like traffic ticket or whatever. I don't remember exactly the thing. It wasn't a big mm-hmm. deal, but he refused to come down off his mountain and go to court for it. So he he got got a bench warrant, and that kept escalating to the point where they sent in. Um, uh, not it wasn't ATF originally. Um, God, I can't think of the, a ranger, just like a sheriff whatever. or something. N- not the sheriff because the local sheriff was just like, I'm not fucking with him. He's not bothering anybody. Leave him up on his mountain. Oh, okay. Um, so but they send in someone to try to, to to try to bring Randy out, and he wouldn't the feds. come. And, it, no, it, it ended up being the feds eventually because after this marshal or whatever couldn't get Randy to come come in, then ATF came in and. Um, the ATF was trying to watch his little compound. He had like, you know, a couple acres in the mountains or whatever. And, and they always carried guns around for their own safety, not to shoot people, but to shoot like fucking mountain lion or whatever. And it was sure. him, his wife and f- four daughters, I think, and his son, the three daughters and his son. Um, and so he, he was, he refused to come in. ATF came up, um, and were trying to like surveil him secretly. And mm-hmm. it led into a shootout because they like, Oh, they they shot his son, uh, thinking that they were in danger. So they killed his son, and and they shot Randy as well. And he got all pissed, obviously. And so they there was like a nine day hold up, and then the FBI ended up coming in, and eventually they the, another far right Green Beret came up that was running for president of the Libertarian Party, I think, um, oh, came up and fuck. and talked him down. Uh, meanwhile, the whole town and stuff were like rioting and stuff. They were super pissed off at the FBI and ATF because they shot his son. And then whenever the FBI got called in, one of the snipers accidentally shot his wife too. And they didn't even fucking know this. So they were out there behind, out beside his house, like calling to her, like, I can't remember her name. I think it was Karen. Like, Karen, come out. You know, we, we know that at least you'll, maybe you'll talk to us and stuff. And how you doing, Karen? And all this. Meanwhile, they had fucking killed her. And so Randy's in there super fucking pissed because you just shot my wife and now you're trying to talk to her. Um, anyways, this happened right before Waco. And so the, the, in the end with the Randy Weaver thing, he eventually did come out. He didn't get killed. He ended up suing the government. He won $3.3 million in the end for the death of his son and his wife and all this shit. So in the, I mean, in is the he, end, is he in he jail? No, 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 no. Oh, wow. Um, he's, he's alive and out still right now. Um, Interesting. what's his name? Randy. Randy Weaver. Look for Ruby Ridge is the name. Holy of the- fuck. Yeah. He's got a whole Wikipedia article about him. He probably wrote it. Wow, this is, dude, how do you know all this? I mean, I was growing up, Waco was a big deal because we lived right here near Waco in Texas at the time. And like, it was down the road from where we lived. And like, this was a 51 day standoff that happened at Waco. It was national news. How do you know about like, dude, because there's a thing like for some, it's, it's fascinating to me how these cults work and how fucking insane they are. And that people still to this day are still like, Oh yeah, I'm on board with that. 
You know, like it's just it's insane yeah. to me. Well, so, it's, but like, did you watch I, I some am a documentary for what happened you, in Waco? Honestly, did you watch some documentary or something? Like, I have recently. I recently have refreshed my memory on a lot of this. Yes, um, it's super so I'm not interesting. Just, it is. It is. Uh, I, I have watched a lot of documentaries in this last week. I've been like hate watching TV because Waco always pissed me the fuck off because in the wait, end. Wait the, a minute. You're on you're on the dude's side. I'm on David Koresh's side said, for the most part. Not what? all the way. He said yes. he had seven eyes. He didn't say he had seven. <laughs> it's, you know, that's part of the interpretation of the Bible, Matt. <laughs> what the fuck you said? It literally says seven eyes, seven horns. Right, and well, this that's dude inside thought he was of that him. person. Yeah, he did. He, I'm not saying his beliefs are not crazy. He was also a polygamist. His first wife was 14, I think, whenever he the married fuck? her. Um, so his the parents of this girl that he married were Branch Davidians. It's not called Branch Davidians because of David Koresh. Maybe that's one of the reasons why he chose David as his name when he changed his name because he was part of this group, the Branch Davidians. Branch Davidians existed before David Koresh ever came he along die? and joined them. Yes, yes, he did okay, die. Okay, he died. Yes. All right, uh, so what's his story? people died. So anyways, um, he he became part of this religious group, the Branch Davidians. And then there was a term, there's some turmoil between who was going to be the one leading the group whenever one whenever the, the guy that was leading the group, I think, passed away. Um, well, the parents of his wife were both members of the group, the Branch Davidians. And uh, it, it ends up happening where they all get thrown out. Um, they end up signing a thing saying that he can marry – their daughter and that's the only reason why he married he made legally married her even though she was 14 uh is he a 14 or 16 um and he and he ends up marrying her sister as well and at the time i think she was 13 like she's super young so like these are the things i don't agree with like i don't agree with polygamy though i don't i don't think polygamy is that big of a deal it doesn't hurt anyone but at the time it was illegal in texas so that was one of the the, the laws he was breaking as he was guilty of polygamy um, okay, the so underage, they, went in, they went in there because he was a polygamist. Why no, else? because ATF doesn't actually have jurisdiction over polygamy. Um, ATF is who went in at first. So that's one of the things that always gets brought up is they had no right to come after someone for polygamy. So whenever they ended up going to Janet Reno and asking for all this shit, that's one of the things that they brought up. But that wasn't even something they really could have fought over anyways. They don't have that jurisdiction. Um alcohol tobacco firearms that's the things that they that they yeah, really that's true yeah okay <laughs> um so anyways uh so they after so this they whole going? randy weaver shit happened they were okay. in a lot of trouble the atf and the fbi they congress was looking at oh okay okay and so they got word of this thing happening in waco and they're like all right well we need a win so um let's go do this right to show the congress how important we are Wait, are you putting a political spin on this or is this really no, what No, this is thought? what happened. This is what this is this is all do- been documented. This is what happened. Okay. Um and uh so whenever they went in, um they first they sent in an undercover agent to 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 get to know the group. And the undercover agent was like nothing going on here is a problem basically. And no one would listen to him. Um they set Wait, up this whole mean? Like that was it. Like they they knew that they were going into this compound from the from day one, basically. Like they the group oh, they, were they just set finding up, a reason, right? Uh, they, absolutely. That was his job was to find a reason for the we, get get us the warrant we need to go in, and he couldn't do it. He everything he tried to do, they they begin to believe that the undercover agent had been compromised by David, that he had convinced him, you know, to be part of this group or whatever, and that he was, you know, basically the undercover agent was compromised. Um, 
And uh, before they even went in, ATF had already like set up a PR lady that worked with the news. Like they planned out camera shots for like their, when they're going in and all what? this shit. Like, they, they, you know, normally when you think of a cult, you think of these people that hole up and like don't go out and all this shit. They would yeah. go into town regularly. Like David would go into town on a regular basis and like play, play with his band at the bar or oh. go to the grocery store. Like if they wanted to pick David up, they had hundreds of millions of chances every fucking week to, to like easily just pick him up and arrest him. Sure. Um, so that's not what they did. So they roll in on, on Waco unannounced, uh, the undercover agent warned them then too, like, don't do this. They know you're coming because that same day they put out a, a the, the newspaper put out an article and it like worried them. And then uh, they sent in the undercover agent to like, see like, well, what's, what's happening over there right now. And uh, David, basically they, they had a feeling that shit was about to go down and ATF went in early because of this article, basically like they thought, Oh shit, that this is going to alert them that we think he's this crazy person. This article was about like this called up on the, up on Mount Carmel holding, holding up their religious services up here or whatever. So ATF mm-hmm. rolls in early. Um, whenever they hear them all coming in, they come in with like, you know, hundred fucking people, helicopters, everything. David goes out to talk to them. Like he was, no guns, nothing goes out to talk to hit them and their dogs run out at the same time. ATF opens fires on the dogs, kills all the dogs, shoots David, doesn't kill him, shoots the whole fucking place up. So the Brasdavidians respond with by shooting back, basically. They like had all these weapons attack. that they were selling. Right. Um, and they Holy did have shit. illegal weapons. They had modified weapons. So they did have, they were breaking the law. Had this come down to like an actual uh, search, they, then they would have been like, there would be people that went to jail or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so they, they were, they returned fire, which I don't blame them. Like if you're being, a, I mean, again, this is, this is not legal to shoot back at the ATF. What do you mean you like, don't blame them? Yeah. What the fuck? So what do you do? Who, who do you call? They ended up calling the police. That's what they did. The Prince Davidians called the police to say like, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that's the only reason why a ceasefire got called because, ATF called in for backup and it got to the local police. And the local police is like, well, we got fucking David Koresh on the line. And he's like, please stop shooting. And so the, a ceasefire was called on both sides because they were both talking to the police and negotiate a ceasefire because neither one wanted to, well, the branch of never would open fire if they had not been open fire upon. They, they did not, they, and, and, and all of this has been proven as well. Like there's, because they had cameramen ready to shoot all this shit. Cause it was going to be a big PR thing. There's video what? footage of them opening fire without a, a cause. Oh um, shit. So anyways, they, in this opening standoff, uh, four branch Davidians were killed and three ATF agents were killed. Um, and, after that, it went on for forty for fifty one days. Basically, this whole podcast is going to be what, about me what, fucking rambling about this shit. I mean, this is crazy, dude. I have no is this idea. What, this is this what existed? Northern Ireland is like right now? <laughs> no, no, definitely. Like, so back in the seventies and eighties, like stuff like this happened, but not as insane as the story Good just told. There was a lot of like individual incidents. See what people think of the troubles in Northern Ireland. They think there was this like thirty year conflict, and there was. But it was not nonstop. It was like, you know, the this car blows up one day or this building blows up, you know, two months later. It wasn't like nonstop gunfire like you think of a traditional war. It was just individual series of events. That all stopped back in like the mid-90s though. So for the past, what, 25 years, we've been pretty peaceful over here. 
Wow. Holy shit. I just read the the events at Waco and the Ruby Ridge thing is what led the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. 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 Whenever, whenever they talk to him about. All the shit's connected? Yeah. Because the government went beyond reasonable means. Like, they ended up bringing tanks into Waco. They killed everyone in that fucking compound in the end, basically. Um, because they were negotiating. Tanks? They got the military in, in there? The FBI brought in tanks. Um, oh, the FBI. I thought you said ATF. Well, no, ATF ends up calling FBI after shit gets out of hand. The same um, hostage negotiator was at both Ruby Ridge and at um, Waco. Oh, well, he did uh, a great job, didn't he? He tried. <laughs> he tried. They wouldn't fucking what? listen to him. They wouldn't listen oh. to this. He's on he's on record afterwards about all of this. Like, oh, he they, was actually trying to he was not doing what their plan was. No, no. Like the, the oh. shit they do at Waco, half of it doesn't even like by like day 30, they they like stop listening to the hostage negotiator at all and just start doing random shit. They, they call in like psyops and they set up fucking uh, speakers outside of the place. They cut the power inside of the inside of the 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 compound and they're like they were like blasting like screeching sounds and shit like that all through the night and like shining spotlights on them and like trying to get them to come out that way and stuff um meanwhile david had so david did fuck up a couple well several ways um one one of the things he did agree to come out if they would play an hour of him on national television giving his story explaining the seven seals and all of this and he basically thought he believed that they were going to give him they did give him that so they went on, he was, he, was on TV. he was on tv yeah they they then you can TV, go find this audio name? recording he, he, he did an hour an, an hour long recording of explaining Wait, what he believed really? and they played it on national television they said all right listen this Dude, we're gonna this play this and if we play crazy. this he agrees to come out and so when they did that then he was ridiculed by all the newscasters they were like listen this crazy shit and uh, it pissed him off well, because he thought that if he if the, if if everyone heard his message, they would be like, "Oh my gosh, why did I not know this?" Basically, kind of like you were about you know <laughs> Jesus wait, having free and myrrh. Wait, you think he actually believed what he said? Yes, absolutely. I assume that most cult leaders know they're full of shit. I think to some degree because. Uh, one part of this also was that everyone in the compound had to be celibate and all the women were married to David, basically. Um, um, so and uh, but it was also uh, his uh, his wife talked about uh, there's there's like interviews and stuff. She died as well. But there's his main wife. Course. There's there's <laughs> there are interviews where they with, where sex was talked about. And apparently like he wouldn't have sex for enjoyment, like not even with his wife or whatever. He he would only have sex for procreation. Um, but, uh, all the, all the husbands of the women no longer had sex at all, or at least they said they didn't. Um, and no, if they, babies they totally were did. to be made, David made the babies, but he also s- was trying to recreate the new leaders of the future. And so there was a set number of babies that had to be made. I think it was 24. Um, so he was, he had a goal for the number of children that had to be wow. made. He uh, was but- all in. Yeah, because after the seventh seal was open and the apocalypse came, there had to be leaders for the future of Earth after the apocalypse, I guess. Um, and so that's what he was trying to make was these children to be the future leaders of the world. Um, Holy shit, he actually believed what he was doing. Well, yeah. And I think that this happens in all of these things. I mean, I think that the preacher up the no. road that's teaching the Bible believes that whenever he dies, he's going to heaven and he's going to see all his family members. I don't think that the, well, I think both of these beliefs are both 
radically wild in different ways. Yeah. Um, Holy yeah, shit. In the end, just, what, what ends happening so is they crazy. is they try to gas them out and they use something that's not even allowed in the Geneva Convention, CS gas. They pump CS gas in there. It's been known to be uh, every time CS gas has been used by the FBI, the compound they CS gas burns down. It's historically there's like nine times before Waco that this happens. Um, Wait, what and do you they call also it? CS? Yes, yeah, CS gas. Hmm. Um and they pump Waco full of it. The place catches on fire. Um, though a lot of people were like holed up in like um, they had like vaults, like you know, like a walk-in freezer. Basically, they had like those sort of things. Um, whenever the tanks are ramming the building to put to pump this place full of gas, um, parts of the structure collapse. People get stuck in other parts. It catches Holy on shit. fire. It burns down. Seventy-three people die because they couldn't get out. Um, basically, a few people did get out. But for the most part, everyone died in Waco. Fucking hell. That is crazy, man. Is there any uh, good documentaries on this? Because I'm kind of interested. There's a in ton knowing. of documentaries Dude, on I both of so these I am so interested things. in this, too. <laughs> Holy shit. It's um, crazy. I had no idea this thing even existed like an hour ago. <laughs> I mean, this, there's, there's tons of these examples over the last – I mean – Throughout all of American history, there's tons of examples of the government overstepping their bounds, but there's tons of examples of these sort of things where they just went radically just like this military force that was never necessary. Like the police officers in Waco knew everyone up there. They would go up there regularly, no gun attached or whatever. And like that's why whenever all this shit went down, the the first thing Waco people thought to do was call the police because like, please help. Wow. I'm just Googling now for documentaries to watch, man. I'm going to watch that later tonight. <laughs> uh, but I want to be on record. I don't agree with underage. I, I can't believe that it's legal to sign away your child to underage marriages. Like that shit's wild to me. I don't I don't believe in that. I don't agree with that. I do admit that David Crest had illegal firearms. He should have been like something should have been done, but it should not have been done the way it was. So I am to some degree a sympathizer with I think they should have been left alone to practice their fucking religion, basically. And someone should have stopped them from the illegal firearm stuff and the polygamy stuff. They should have. I don't, I don't really know about that. As long as they're consenting adult age, I don't have a problem with polygamy. Dude, all like, this whatever. shit is so crazy to me. It's like uh, the Mansons, like right? all these cult things are just so fucking wild. Yeah, it's it's wild how integrated the Manson family was with all these like rich and famous people basically. And he's just like convincing these hot actresses and all these other people like follow me and so hey, you kill some people for me. And yeah, and, uh, the movie, the movie once upon a time in Hollywood is based on it. And like, it's a good movie. It's a Taran Taran. Yeah. It's a Tarantino film. I saw it is last it? year. Yeah. And it's like loosely based on that. It's so it's just, it's wild. The whole thing is so fucking wild. Yeah, all of these. But and, but the weird thing is, like, these culty things, some of them, like, a very few of them, like, work, right? They, like, they, like, turn into, like, isn't Mormonism started this way? No offense if you're Mormon, all right? Uh, but it's, yeah. like, a dude that's, like, I'm the only, I'm a, he's, like, 14, right? I'm the only one that can read gold or something like that. And everyone's just, like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> isn't <laughs> like, the book of David? Isn't all right, that I believe book? that. Uh I think I it is the book know. of David. There's a lot of Davids in all this. Uh, I, I just typed in Mormon start because <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, Joseph Smith reported he had uh, 
An angel directed him to a buried book written on gold plates containing the religious history of the people. And he was the only one who could read the golden plates. And the right. fact that people were like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, that's not what? even anywhere as fucking crazy as Scientology. Well, that's an absolutely fucking insane. But these people believe it. Dude, I got, I got on a Scientology kick for like a week or two where I was just, it's one of these things. I don't know how to describe it, where it's something that's so insanely unbelievable that you can't stop looking. I've you know gone what I mean? and had my thing mm-hmm, level yeah. checked. Wait, what? You've put your hands on the cans? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I just made that cans. up. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, two, isn't it like they just put two, like, it's basically bean, like empty you know, bean like, cans. No, it's like these two hands? like things you grip. Basically, what um, was your reading? Good. What did it say? I was super high. I needed to come immediately and give them all my money so they could get the <laughs> <Yeah>. things out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and Crystal both. Uh, we were coming back from uh, visiting um, Jeff and Bash for the first time. Je- Bash had flown over to America to uh, to meet a to meet a lady, and um, it was in Washington D.C. And so we drove up to. Uh, to see him and on our way back we passed a open house scientology Wait, thing. it was during that it was you after told that. me about that trip before yeah well after that on the way home we were passing we were just in the middle of fucking nowhere i don't even know where we were couldn't tell you um and we saw this building that said like you know in open enrollment church scientology come in and have your thetan levels checked and i was like we're doing that um <laughs> so, uh, so we did yeah. We, were, we, we needed to sign up immediately like they they wanted to help us um so i'm sure my yeah. thetan level is still through what the was, do you know what your thetan level like, i don't did they remember give you a number, the number or? no i don't i don't remember the number i just remember them being like all right well the next steps so like basically like when you went to the doctor the doctor listened to your heart and was like you're gonna fucking die that's basically how how urgent it was um <laughs> uh but uh we, we 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 just went home instead huh <laughs> it's not a really exciting story basically but we we did stop and just see what it was all about there's a lot of people there it wasn't just uh it wasn't like a we, you had to wait really yeah dude going to the dmv wow guys america's I, crazy i i feel like scientology's made it worldwide now hasn't it surely it has just this entire r has made me think <laughs> i've learned a lot coming of, to america uh, again i mean i'll come a few times you know that you guys got taco bell and we don't got that here so always got to go for that but wait you really don't have taco bell there's like one taco bell in uk man it's in manchester i oh, bet it's busy pop- right yeah i was gonna say it's supposed to be bumping <laughs> <laughs> after we had that great uh, taco bell experience in anaheim you know i've just been craving the oh. stuff <laughs> That was the one that got fumigated. Yep. <laughs> God. Uh, which house were you in? I don't remember. He was in the cool house. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah the, house, the house with the pool. The pool. The pool. <laughs> the pool. You, oh, were you in the uh, minions room or something? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a bunk bed with Argus. Yeah. He, had like, he, had like, he had like Barbie bed sheets and I had minions. <laughs> it was right it was a comfy Disney, bed. right? So they had it like themed, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember uh, Anders like... kept accusing you of like clogging up the toilet every time he would clog up the toilet? 
Oh my god, yes. I do I do I remember, do that. remember I mean, that. I'm a pretty Dude, small he guy. He clogged out a lot. It was always on this. <laughs> he tried to throw it back to me, but you know, as I said, I'm a pretty small guy. There's no way I could have done that. Did that house only have one bathroom and like five bedrooms? It had two bathrooms. That was the funny part because um, me and Anders, the room we were sharing had its own bathroom, oh, yeah, but he, he wasn't using it. it. He was using the one in the hall, <laughs> clogging it up, and then blaming it on Pyro. Uh, <laughs> uh, classic Anders. <laughs> and he got so like caught up about it as well. Yeah. Uh. He's so adamant. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> dude i learned so much just now holy shit mm-hmm. oh. me too god dude you're just like a wealth of knowledge i recently refreshed my memory and all of this stuff so it wasn't like i if you had asked me this like three weeks ago i would have been like i remember waco and here's kind of what happened but i would have made to tell you, you what made you do this i don't know i saw something i don't know i saw something and it reminded me of waco it's kind of like the Alamo, you know, you never forget. And then um, you went black hole on it. You just, I you did. just, you just I in. Did. Yeah, I did. Um, I didn't know as much about Ruby Ridge. I did watch, I watched three documentaries about Ruby Ridge. Three, Ruby Ridge is where do you isn't, find these documentaries? Were you just, just all over the internet. I, I downloaded them. Uh, the PBS did one that was said to be on Netflix, but it's not still there. Um, but I just downloaded a bunch of, a bunch of them. Um, and I watched several documentaries on Waco as well. Um, there's a docudrama on Netflix about Waco that, uh, is it pretty accurate? Uh, yes, but it does take a side that is again, David sympathy sympathizer. So it's, it got some negative reviews because of that. Like they're just trying to make you, you know, love David or whatever, but it does also show how fucked up things were. Um, cause it wasn't all good. They didn't have running water there. They did not No. What? What did they? What did they drink? They had well water, basically. They just didn't have like you couldn't turn on the sink and take a shower or anything like that. How did you shower? I don't know. I guess they took baths for their well water. Oh. Oh yeah, there's a mini series called Waco. It's pretty good. Wow. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Um, oh God. Starring, I, mean, I watched um, a bunch of documentaries on the 92 LA riots recently as well this week. Um, and those are oh, wild yeah. as well. Like that's kind of what Pyro was just talking about um, with the fighting in the street and stuff. That shit's crazy. You know, the Rodney King beating. You were you were too young for this too. Do you even know who the fuck Rodney King is? Listen, I, Rodney. I do know who Rodney <laughs> King is. Apparently he's a, an American construction worker. <laughs> yeah, that's him. But literally, oh yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. A, uh, oh I, I mean, I, I obviously know of. I've heard of Rodney King, right? Well, then the, well, um, I don't know so the was, whole like details about the story or anything. I just know that like the police beat the shit out of him or something. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him. Um, some guy in his house was recording with those fucking giant VHSs on your shoulder, basically. Um, oh fuck! <laughs> that was back then, you know. Uh, so, anyways, uh, somebody recorded it. They didn't know it was being recorded. They beat the shit out of the guy for like twenty minutes, um, and then there was they they after the video surfaced, they let Rodney King go. They didn't charge him or anything. He was wanted, um, and he did. There was a high speed chase, so he wasn't innocent. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, 
you know, he also didn't deserve to get the shit kicked out of him either. He wasn't resisting arrest or anything like that. So, you know, it's, right, it's he, like, first, he was like laying on the ground or something and they yeah, just, just beat the, the shit, shit out of him. It got to a point where he was trying to get up, I think, to get the fuck away because they were just beating him with batons and everything. Um, they broke his jaw uh, around his eye socket and stuff. It got Holy shit. In. Um, they fucked him up. Um, but so that happens uh, and there's the video of it and everything like that. They let Rodney King go. They charge for the police officers with the assault but um they it was so publicized in the media whenever it came time to go to court they asked for a change of venue saying that they couldn't get a fair jury because in la because of how how you know how much it was in the media and everything so they moved the trial to the north to a neighboring county where all the police live it's a totally white community 90 oh, percent white um so the jury consisted of eight white people a hispanic and an asian person there's no black people at all in the jury and um, they find all four officers not guilty. Also, in the middle of all this happening, there was another there was a shop owner in the same part of L.A., kind of the same area where this all happened. A Korean lady was a shop owner. Uh, she shoots a 16 year old black girl because she says she was trying to steal orange juice and kills her. In the video, you can see the little girl trying to actually pay. She's got money in her hand. There was an altercation. Uh, the Asian lady tries to take the, the little girl's backpack. She yanks it back. She throws the orange juice down and goes to leave. So she's not even stealing anything. And she gets shot in the back of the head. Uh, the the, the judge um, gives her probation because saying that she doesn't think that this will happen again. It's not like it was premeditated murder or anything like that. Um, so she was found guilty of uh, intentional manslaughter, but she was given probation. So both these things collided and pissed off what? everyone in L.A., basically, if you were black. Rightfully so. Yeah, absolutely. What the fuck? But that led to the riots that happened. And if you watch the early footage of this shit, it's fucking crazy. Like they shut down the street corner and anyone that's coming through the street corner, all, they're yanking every white or Hispanic person out of their car and beating them. Several people die. There's footage of them actually getting beat to death uh, by the people that started the riots. Um, and if there was a righteous cause at the beginning, which there was, you know, there was a reason for this all to happen. It devolved very, very quickly and uh, just Holy became shit. people breaking shit, looting shit. The police refused to go in because all this shit happened because, you know, what the police had already done. So for the first like two days, they just let people go ham and didn't even fucking enter L.A. The police just stayed out. Um, they called the National Guard. The um, there was a state of emergency declared, and all this. And uh, eventually, over many days, the National Guard and the police get it all under control by shutting shit down. But LA was just fucking set set ablaze, and everything was tons of shit was looted. Um, I think there was uh, in the end like sixty people died total. There was like eleven thousand injuries. I think it was something wild. I don't know. I I just watched a documentary on this like two days ago. Um, but yeah, what that shit was fuck? crazy. And that's that's kind of right what Pyro was talking about, where like car bombs and shit like that. I remember you like you there was like an explosion one time we were recording and you were like, oh, yeah, it's people shooting pipe bombs or some shit like that. Yeah, what? There's a, I remember that there's a pipe bomb fund like not too far from where I live and they were blowing it up like with the CFD. You ever see when the bomb squad comes in and blows stuff up? They were doing that. Why do you yeah, say that as if it's a common occurrence? Because it, it was until like early 2000s. And then every now and again, stuff like this happens. Um, it's weird. You just say it. No so like you're so passive about saying like, oh, yeah, you know, bombs just go off. Yeah, well, I, I grew up around that sort of stuff, man. So like not 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 so much me. I grew up around a little bit, but my parents and stuff like there's bombs going off every other week. So. 
they're they're pretty much used to it. Um, did you keep recording? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. what podcast it was though. But definitely, the, uh, there was a giant explosion that went off. Kind of crazy. Not so much anymore though. It's pretty peaceful over here. What well, started it? What was the reason that people were blowing shit up in the beginning? Um. Whoa! Wow! This is an entire podcast in itself, man. Um, okay. Well, let's let's say we probably should wrap this one up, and you can explain it. Okay, next, that'll be interesting. Episode. Yep. Okay. Oh yeah, we have premium to record. I, I've completely lost track of time. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm so in right now. This is so fucking interesting to me. I know this podcast might not be the funniest, but goddamn, it's interesting. Holy yeah, shit. Oh, sorry, to, sorry. Gosh yeah. darn. Now that we're religious today, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I didn't are. mean to dominate the uh, podcast with all this shit. Uh, that was on accident. Wow. Holy shit. Even uh, well, during quarantine, we can find things to talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm interested in hearing how quarantine's like there. And, and so, yeah, anyway. But yeah, well, uh, <laughs> if you if you if you want to hear the premium episode, it's patreon.com slash mindcrack. And Pyro will be joining us. Right, Pyro? You'll be joining us? Yep. All right. I will. Uh, well, we have a premium episode for you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, hold on. Before we leave, oh, last week. For fucks. All right, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> last week, I, I called out a guy that was su- the super hated the, on the Patreon, right? This guy, he didn't comment this week, but some new motherfucker thought I was talking about him, and he commented like 20 fucking times. And I just want to speak to him. His name starts with a T. I wasn't ever talking about you, motherfucker. Chill out. Wait, what are you talking about? Remember last week, I, I mentioned this one guy that would commented hating on the fact we had a Patreon. And then, oh yeah, 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 the guy yeah. in the in the comment section. I thought he was just kidding. No, he was he was mad. Um, he he because he had commented on every episode, complained about the Patreon from like episode one, basically. Oh yeah, he's like, oh oh yeah, calling us sellouts and shit like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this some other guy thought I was talking about him, and he has commented like I said a shitload. And he's like, uh, like one person commented saying that there should be a new animation for whenever just for, for whenever I laugh. And he's like, how about a new animation just for whenever he lies? Do people take this shit seriously? That guy does. He's super upset. Do they I not talk realize, about you anyways, guys, so chill out. Do they not realize this is like it's like a fun, lighthearted <laughs> right? bullshit podcast? Like, do they not? People take this shit. OK, some people do. Stop Everybody. taking shit seriously. Yep. God. God. I hate people that are serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, need it, we need a separate animation for Good's laugh and an animation for when he's being a liier. Wow. He's got Lakers. a lot of comments on there though. <laughs> but anyways, it's okay. Is right. it? Uh, should we mad. see if there's a review on iTunes? Uh, we'll do. I, I mean, yeah, I guess. We're I just, I just want to see if anyone, because I think we talked, we talked, we talk about we this talk about in the non-premium episode. Okay, there's not. Okay, the wow. last one's about squirting. Can we, guys? Can we get some more five stars so that the last one isn't about like the first thing people read when they come to our podcast now is squirting. So, you know, give us a good review on iTunes, okay? <laughs> Don't talk about squirting. That's something you got to, you know, you got to, you got to get into that. It's not something you can just start with. All right. We're good. We're good. Uh, We'll see you guys in premium. Bye. Bye.